I have something briefly I want to talk to you about, but I'm going to stand up because my back hurts, okay? Uh, there was a guy, and he was a young man, and his dad was abusive. He would beat his mother, he would talk ugly to her, and he would beat the son. And this kid hated his dad for it. You know, he got beat for sassing back or, you know, trying to protect his mom. And he got to where he hated his dad. Well, one day, his mom took him to this camp so he could, you know, visit other kids, be away from the bad things. And before she dropped him off, she said, you know, I love you, right? And he said, yes. Um, when he came back, his mother was moving all of her furniture and her possessions out and moved away. Left him with the abusive father. Now, his father was also an alcoholic. But this child had a dream. He had his own dreams. But his father wanted him to play football. So that's what he did on trying to please the father that abused him. And it's something that God puts us that in our, that we want to honor our parents and do no matter what. Uh, he played football, got hurt one day, broke both his ankles and his calf in there, had to have surgery and could never play again. And his father downed him about it, you know, told him how useless he was. You know, that he was less than a human because he couldn't play football. But this kid knew in his heart that God loved him. He knew that he had a God that loves him. Well, he went to school. He had this girlfriend that he knew for a long time. They grew up together. And at school, they were trying out for a drama club. They played. And somehow or another, they found out how wonderful this child sang. So he made it, it was the, the play Oklahoma. He was the star guy. And he made it. And of course, his dad didn't go. I mean, his dad, I think, thought he was a sissy for doing that. But he knew he could sing so good. So one day, he was, he always wanted a band. He was with some someplace at the right time. This band needed a vocalist. And he said, yeah, sure. Let me, hey, I'll sing for you. Let me try out and see what you think. And he did really good. And he sang about everything. It was mostly uh, spiritual songs. And they tried to get record labels and all this stuff. And it just wasn't what, you know, the, the people wanted on the record labels. And he kept singing and singing to the Lord. And he eventually left, left his dad, hated his dad, hated it, for beating his mom and for beating him. I mean, and he would ask, why are you doing this to me, Dad? Why? And he would slap him more, beat him more. He goes, I don't understand. He goes, don't ever bow up against me. And so his child left. He left. They went on the road singing, and he came back one day to his father just to see him, 
And his father was elated to see him. His father had changed. His father said, I've been going to church. He found Jesus and he changed him. And this child hated his dad so much. But he said, if there's a mighty God that can change my dad from being an evil, alcoholic, abusive person, I think it's great. I just think it's wonderful. So he got the uh, inspiration one day. His dad was dying. He had cancer. And he gave him an inspiration about, I can't. Only, I can only imagine. And he's, he's saying, he wrote all night long, he wrote this song, I Can Only Imagine. Oh, and it is beautiful. And they played it, they got offered, and that child is the vocalist in Mercy Me, the band today. Wow. And it, I mean, every time I hear that song, I just, I don't know, it just gives me goosebumps and makes me cry. But that's why Jesus says, bring the children to me. Children are like a sponge. They take after you everything you say, everything you do. They, they soak it all in. And that's why we need to be good stewards of our children, or our grandchildren, or our great-grandchildren, as some of us know. It just takes faith. It takes faith. Patience. Yes, and we're going to talk about that too. And it was an excellent, excellent meal. Huh? Oh, yes. Forgiveness. And that was the key. He forgave his dad because what he, the changes he made. And he goes, I'm so sorry, son. I'm so sorry. Had he, had he not gone back for... Another week or two, his dad would have died. I mean, what I'm trying to say is God knows everything. God knows everything. From when you were born, and how cute Kathy was in Ruth's <laughs> Ruth womb, to the day that Kathy dies. He sees everything. And there's so many things. I bet right now... All of y'all could have at least two or three or four or five miracles that you've seen God in action. And you know how excited we get about that? I saw what God did. I mean, God did with that car for me. We, Karen, my friend, took me. We went to Rockwall. We went in places over and over. And we walked car lots. And I said, you know what, Karen, let's just forget about it. I'll just keep Ubering. And finally, she said, let's go to Kia. I went, oh, I don't want no Kia. And we got there, a real nice young kid. I say he's a kid. Everybody's a kid when you're 70. Anyway, we talked to him. I said, listen, this is, I want tax title license, everything, and it has to be this amount. That's the money I've got, and that's it, because they wanted more for it. I went, no, nope, I ain't paying eleven, twelve thousand dollars $12,000 for it. Right there, I've got $10,000, and that's what I'm going to do. And, of course, they always, well, let me go talk to so-and-so, which is yeah. bull, okay. But, hey, I played along with the game, and he came back and goes, okay, they're going to go for it. Well, let me back up, though. I asked God, when I see the right car, I want goosebumps. I want something to go, yes! 
Uh, Kimmy and Kenneth took me to their friend that deals with cars downtown, right across from the jail. And he waved and said, hi, Corey. That's his brother that's sitting in jail. And it was a Jeep. And it just, they wanted me to get it so bad, but just, I just, I, I felt like I couldn't. Holy Spirit was going, no, no. And so I said, I'm sorry, y'all. I know y'all trying to help me. I know people have been trying to hear, you know. But I didn't have that approval that I was wanting from the Lord. Well, he went and got the car out, and my friend and I gasped. I went, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. I love it. I went and sat in it, and my heart was pounding so fast. And God was going, yes. And I was going, yes, yes. It was, that's a miracle. That is a miracle. God will shut one door and open five more for you. He is such a great, great God. I mean, he shows us over and over and over and over that we can trust him. But you know what? We'll get down or kick down and things will kind of go wrong and we'll have a bad day and we're sitting there going, God, why are you forsaking me? God, where are you? God, I'm praying, but it's bouncing off the walls. God this, God that. Unless you go through stuff and feel alone, you've got to have faith and trust that God's always there. He's always, always there. And he loves you. He's listening to you. He's working things out for you. So why do we doubt? Why do we keep doubting? Oh, this. Oh, that. Oh, my dog. Oh, my gosh. I hate that got to get rid of my dog. And people ask me, I know Barbara did earlier, but I talked to Josh and Jerry Saturday. They're like, well, how do you like the apartment? It's not home yet. It's not home yet. And I try to tell people that, and I, I'm not ungrateful. It's just I still grieve over David. I still grieve over all my siblings dying, my parents dying. I, there's so much grief. I try to work through it, but sometimes you feel overwhelmed. You feel alone. You feel like you're not loved. You don't like the way you look or the way you act or the things you say. You know, we've got to get over that. We've got to look in the mirror and go, Dang, Lord, you did so good. I'm a hot chick. I'm good. I'm a handsome man. you got to do that. And I know, Jim, you can't see, but you're handsome, okay? Uh, Pastor can see a little bit, so he knows he's handsome. Don and Richard. I mean, we have got to love ourselves. Love, love ourselves. Are you wanting to say something? No. No, Barbara. <laughs>
Jesus does. Nobody does. And we can't keep putting the athletes did I say that right? It sounded wrong. Or our pastor or our song reader or our guy friends, our girlfriends, our husbands, our children. We cannot keep putting them on pedestals because they're human and they're going to let us down. That's why you only have God up there. You can only focus on God. You cannot put other, oh, well, I would be so happy if my boyfriend would do this. Oh, if my boyfriend would just do that. Oh, if my parents loved me like their parents. Oh, oh, oh. You cannot put those expectations on people because the people are going to let you down. We're going to let you down more than by us. Do we mean to? No. There's going to be times people say stuff and they wish they could have cut their tongue out. It's just being you, but we've got to get in the place where God is molding us and making us more Jesus-like every single day. Every day. Every day we give to God. Every day we pray to God. Every day we read the Bible. Every day we ask God, what is it that I need to do for you today? Who do I need to talk to? Who do I need to call? Whatever it is, we've got to do that. That's what we're here for, to disciple other people getting to know the Lord. Uh, we, and I'm telling I'm not talking just to y'all. I'm the biggest whiner there is. Oh, my back, my scopiosis. Oh, my back hurts so bad, I can't even move. Oh my gosh, I'm the biggest wonder ever. And God goes, Priscilla, you know, I go, no, I am doing good. Look at the things I've done and accomplished and in pain. That's a good thing. We got through it, God. We did it, you and me. You and me, bro, let's do hot that. Fist bumps, whatever. God's not like that. God is so proud of us. But see, things that we've had in our past the devil will use against us today. I mean, because the devil knows he's not going to have us, so he wants to make your life miserable so you're not a beacon for God. If he can bring you down and make you think you're worthless, useless, uh, you, you know, what is your accomplishment? What have you done with your life? God's not saying that. God loves you right where you are. And trust me, I've made a lot of big, big mistakes that I'm so proud that God has forgiven me. Forgiven me. And I can sit here and tell you things and think, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, being molested all those years, my sister having intercourse in front of me, my, I mean, I could go on and on and on. And, but it doesn't, that is in the past. And I'm over that because God is working in me every day. Now, am I glad that I wake up every morning? You bet, because I don't know if I'm going to or not. At 70, you never know, but I'm still kicking the can around. You know what I mean? But you have got to get the place in your heart 
that you are loved by Almighty God. He chose you and you're beautiful to him and love yourself. Oh, well, I'm too fat. Oh, I'm not losing weight enough. Or, oh, I'm too skinny. Or, oh, I'm not pretty. Oh, my hair looks like poo-poo. Get rid of all that. You are beautiful. God made you beautiful in his eyes. That's why I'm around people and they go, ooh, he's kind of ugly. I don't think I'd Uh-uh-uh, don't say that. Don't, no, no, no. Nobody's ugly in God's eyes. We've got to watch what we say. Now, you can say they act ugly if they do. But, you know, I've just been trying to watch myself. It seems like every time I open my mouth, the Holy Spirit goes, nope, that was wrong. Oh, okay, let's go again. I mean, we've got to be that in sync. And I know I'm running late. I'm sorry, Pastor. You've got to be in sync that much to know, hey, don't say that. Hey, don't do that. Hey, okay, Holy Spirit, thank you for telling me that. Okay, that's all. Let me run over something real, real fast. And, and Pastor's going, yeah, right. You've never done anything fast besides flap your lips. I'm just kidding. After you have church, and it feels so darn good after the pastor tells us stuff and it just soaks in our body, these are the things that we have trouble with once we leave the church parking lot. We... Or we have to deal with patience from other people in traffic, in the grocery line, with your spouse, whatever. And we deal with prayer. You know, it seems like some people can just pray just in this prayer. We get out there, we just, you know, my prayer life's not good. Boy, I prayed for sister and brother so-and-so the other day, and now I can't pray at all. I prayed a good prayer for them. Now I can't pray nothing. Joy. That joy seems to slip away because we go to work and there they are. The same old gossipers, the same old people. Or we come home and open the, the mailbox and there's bills that's sky high. And we get home and we feel like maybe our family doesn't love us enough. Maybe, you know, something that my boyfriend or my girlfriend or my spouse, they said something. I, they probably don't love me that much. And we have the problem of we need to try. We're pumped up on Sunday. Oh, yeah, I'm going to talk to somebody about God this week. And it doesn't happen. Uh, the things that we have to deal with also is peace. Trying to find that peace. Trying to find that balance. Trying to find that balance. I got to have peace. I got to have peace. If you have peace, man, that's especially in a storm you're going through right now, that's the best thing. The other thing that we, um, and this has happened to me, you know, these people talk big about being Christians and this and being generous. Oh, yeah, you need a tithe. And this has happened many times. You go out to eat, you get great service, and they barely, they just tip about one or two dollars. I'm thinking, man, there's eight of us, and you're tipping one or two dollars? And let me tell you, finally Whitmore decided to ask me how much he should leave as a tip after a while. I went, this is their livelihood. And I got him to tip at Sonic even. He went, oh, he went, oh no, no, I'm not tipping that. That's their job. They're bringing you food, bro. You tip them. He, I think, I don't know where he got that, but he did not like to tip. 
another thing is grace. We have God's grace every day, even though we don't deserve it. We have His grace. The last thing, and a lot of us, I can name two women I know right now, rest. You've got to take out time to rest. You've got to rest. And then when you rest, you feel better. And you go, I don't have time to rest, Chris. I don't. I don't I'm doing, I'm mopping, I'm cleaning, I'm da-da-da-da-da-da, going to the store, running errands for people. You have got to rest or you will get burned out. Only you can take care of you. So you've got to rest. God made the Sabbath to rest. You've got to rest. You have to. Oh, I can't be sitting on the couch when my husband comes in because he's going to say, what did you do today? Watch soap operas and eat bonbons? You know, I think housewives have it so bad. Well, I get that. Because they think, huh? I get that. No, no way. Donald, that's not cool, bro. No. We, you know, at home just trying to take care of everything and keep our sanity before you walk in the door. It, it's rough. You do what you can and then sit down and rest. You men need to know it's okay for your wife, whatever, to rest. You get tired. It kills your back, even when you don't have back trouble. It hurts your legs, mopping and vacuuming. Yes, Donald? You'll be happy to know I did four or five loads of clothes yesterday. Yeah, he does the laundry. Yeah. There you go. But don't question. I mean, you can go, hi, honey, how was your day? But don't go, why are you sitting down? What have you done today? You can't do that. That's a no-no, bro. I'm sorry you got in trouble, but that's a no-no. Okay, let's wrap it up before Pastor goes, can you keep it short, stupid? Put the long kiss out there. <laughs> I'm kidding. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. Thank you for being here today. Thank you for loving us. Thank you that we're so excited today that we're going to see something new. We're going to grab a hold of it and eat it all up. Thank you, God, that the word is powerful, that you are powerful. Give us the faith and the obedience so we can do the power during the week. Thank you, God. Bless the ones that need blessings, especially today. Hug the ones today, Father. Let them know that you love them. Lord, we're so grateful for you and thank you in Jesus' holy name. Amen.